Congratulations, you found it! This is a book podcast featuring books you will want to read. Recommended by people who are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Featuring Martha Steele, radio personality extraordinaire and queen of the volunteer librarians. Nicole Shaded, sports animal wrangler, shield maiden, and book warrior. And Vonnie Golden, healthcare billing diva, volunteer librarian, and book goddess. Together, slaying the dragons, catching serial killers, exploring history, space-time, and alternative realities. Searching for and finding book treasures every week. They are three book girls. I don't know how this came up today, but we're having a conversation on the way here, which is always what we end up talking about. But (laughs) Bonnie said, I have a price. And I went, okay, you have a price? Is that like like that one movie where the guy um, offers a million dollars to sleep with the guy's wife? For one night, that one that Demi Moore and Robert Redford's in. That's I can't really think of the an name old in the movie. Uh, Indecent proposal. proposal. That's yes. what it is. And I told Martha that I would totally do it. I wouldn't even think twice. I'd be like, "Bye, honey. See you tomorrow." I'll bring you bagels. Wait, was it, I've never seen the movie. Is he paying the husband or is he paying the wife? He's the paying wife. the wife for, for one, one night. A million dollars for one night on his yacht. Does her husband know? Yeah, yeah. they're oh. together. <laughs> and he and just totally it? freaked out by it. Well, he's freaked well, yeah, out about it. And they, they oh, like, now see, this is why we wanted to talk about it. We wanted oh, to I get. Wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with it. You, I'd be pissed. Even if it was a million dollars and a it was one night, and you're not never that much money. You're never I mean, going to see it's him a again. Lot of money, but it's not <laughs> that much money. Okay, Jessica, what do you think? Uh, I'd take the money personally. See, see, I think it must be <laughs> see, a different kids' college fund. So if like, you yeah. were married or had a girlfriend, it? and some rich dude who was good looking and but not, old, but seriously old and not a threat to you in any way, right? Said I just <laughs> that's want not the part I'm worried about. That's not what I'm. That's not what concerns me. Well, what concerns? I you? just wouldn't want my wife sleeping with another dude. Even for a million dollars, I don't care if he's night. sixteen or eighty-five. God, <laughs> that is so. Not where we were going with it, was no, it? No, we're it like, wasn't. okay, well, I, I'd do it if he never had to find out. No, like I'm and, not worried. And she's like, like well, what would you threat. do? Well, what what is it then? I, mean, I just wouldn't want my wife sleeping with another guy. Like, Why? It just makes me uncomfortable because that's that's a personal thing. It should be anyway. This is not lately over the past several decades. Tender, but <laughs> it's a personal thing. You, no, not like. Are you I don't saying we're all a bunch it. of whores over here? Because we <laughs> yeah. said we'd do it. Yeah, I just but, hold a higher standard to but it. But sex, and, oh, sex and love are two different things. I mean, if True. you're just having just plain, straight out sex with no feelings with someone, and then go back to your husband or your boyfriend the next day, then what's the big deal about that? It's not like she's going to fall in love with this guy in and one night. It's not like she's ever going to do it again. Or are you maybe secretly worried she might do it again? No, but. It, well, I suppose oh, to a degree, yeah. uh-huh. but if she would do it the first time, what's to stop him from doing oh. it again? Or with other people? But I, mean, I see where you're going with that. If the, if it never happened again, what would be the difference between that and like past boyfriends? There would be the no fact difference. That, okay, but the past boyfriends were in the past. You're well, current, and then gonna... she goes out and does it, and then comes back. That's daring. That's not as, okay. As soon as she comes back, it's in the past. So, <laughs> Martha, oh. look what you started. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the guy in the are movie. You, are you yeah. fighting for the side of 
you know, stepping out. Well, it's just, it's, <laughs> cur- it's just really I'm curious. Like that. It's just really curious how, you know, when we were having the discussion, I said, I'd do it as long as he never found out. And she's like, well, how are you going to hide a million dollars? So then we proceeded to talk about how we would launder the money. <laughs> <laughs> and how we would keep it hidden. And I'm like, sure, yeah, I'd do it as long as he never found out. What Does if it was make- the opposite? What if it was a rich woman that wanted to sleep with your husband for a million dollars? I'd be like, cool. See, that's yeah. the difference between men and women, though. Men worry more about like a sexual intimacy. Women worry more about emotional ones. Now that yeah, is the difference. True. Thing. That now, if he's true. having an emotional affair with another woman, I'd be then pissed yeah. off. What if she? Yeah, okay. What if she didn't want sex? What if she just wanted to like a friend? You no, know, a friend to just you <laughs> know nope. get close to. Nope. No? Nope. Nope. Well, it's well, I mean, it depends totally on how different. Close the friend is. I mean, because one night is a lot different than a huge, drawn-out friendship and relationship. Well, what if, okay, what if it's one night, but if it's one night where they get very, very close? One of those ra- like random nights <laughs> where you just link up with somebody no, and they have a great emotional it, connection. No, because then it would continue, so it would be completely different. It wouldn't it be the continue. one night that It might continue the other way, too. Well, if it continued, then I'd be mad. <laughs> But if it was just the once, what if he died of a stroke the next day? Or during. <laughs> oh, that would be even better. <laughs> then how would you get the money? Once again, we're back to that. Oh, no. I would be calling him, say, hey, uh, by the way, <laughs> this Pretty was sure promised that... to me last night. Oh, yeah, I'm sure this that would go. This needs to be written in stone. Yeah, wouldn't. <laughs> like a lead balloon. Well, I mean, it's not like this would ever happen in real life. No, it, it wouldn't. is a movie. But... And, and you know what? I might feel very differently if it was actually a thing. I don't know that I would say it would never happen in real life. You don't think so? No, I mean, people have some money and they can throw it around. I just don't see that really happening. like that. That's true. Of course, I mean, there's would... some people that have enough money where a million dollars is nothing. Like, if they yeah. want to spend a million dollars to have sex Okay, with you know, that life, movie's a little outdated. Why don't we say 10 million? Yeah, because a million doesn't really go that far anymore. I mean, I wouldn't turn a million dollars down. No doubt. Definitely not. I mean, I would hop on it pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> See, but... you just said it. You'd hop on it. Hop on it. I would hop on it. Okay, let's dollars. switch it around here, Josh. I'd hop on a set. We're going to switch it up here. We're going to say that it's a sugar mama old lady. And, and she says, hey, Josh, <laughs> do me for one night. That's all I ask of you. 10 million bucks, would you do it? Am I married? Yes. No, I wouldn't do it. Liar. I'm not a liar. <laughs> I'm one of the most honest people in the entire world. Uh, well, I know, my, He's, I know he a lot of serious men who, too. Uh, it wouldn't take a million dollars no, for him to no do doubt. it. No doubt. Most men would do and it for free. And you know his wife would be in the corner like, babe, take it. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd be like. Sure, he'll do it. When, when should he be there? I'll have him ready. You just pick him up. Make sure you have him back on time. He needs to brush his teeth at 10. <laughs> and you know, you got to be safe because some things don't stay in Vegas. Like, right. Exactly. <laughs> I like the way your mind thinks, Jessica. <laughs> oh, Josh. We got them all riled up for the first time. We actually got a real... So now that we're all excited and ready to debate... Let's talk about some books. Yeah. You want to go first, Josh, since you're in such a mood? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way, you know, we're missing Nicole this week. 
and Jessica standing in, and we have Josh as well. Hi. Hello. Hi, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you read this week? Oh, I've been reading Sherlock Holmes lately. All right. Sherlock Holmes? Sherlock Holmes, um, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. And the cool thing about it is it that I find it's given a really first-hand look of what life was like in, like, the 1880s. Mm-hmm. Just because everything that they do is so natural. You know, it's not like somebody now is writing a book about then. It was just oh, mentioning I little see. everyday, you know... Every everyday items like, you know that went on, what, what, like what? Like, dr- like calling a cab, but it's obviously a horse-drawn cab, and there's a dude sitting on top of it riding, um, you know, smoking a shitty hand-rolled cigar that he did himself. Um, <laughs> oh, those little touches. yeah, just little itty bitty mm-hmm. stuff like that, or you know, talking like, about you know maybe going down into like a big sewer grate, but they don't have the big sewer grates anymore; they have the fucking manholes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like a glimpse. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people are doing snuff and whatnot, you know, mm-hmm. but that people don't do that anymore because it's insane. Just snorting little ground up tobacco. That's what oh, snuff was. Is that what was. snuff was? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. You snorted it? Yeah, you snorted oh, it. Oh, man. I yeah. always thought it was all, cocaine, no, dude. That's why they, that's why they sneeze so much. It's because it's little fucking tobacco leaf particles. Wow. Yeah. That they <laughs> yeah, snort. Yeah. So I yeah. thought snuff was just right here in your... No, no, that's snus. Snus? Snus. Like, like uh, modern day did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, I totally learned something I did not know. Yeah. Snuff Always is... assumed it was cocaine. No. Always assumed it was cocaine. <laughs> nope. I mean, people did cocaine back then. Yeah. It was no big deal. You get it at the drugstore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was always in something, probably, like cocaine well, syrup. Well, it, it was or... usually... Yeah, it was either like syrup or like... Or your soda. A, a vial. Yeah. Like, of, like, just, you know, liquid cocaine like you would get at a hospital, um, which Sherlock Holmes did often. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah, I did. I actually yeah, he, knew that he, he was did, quite he an addict. He did a lot of cocaine. Yeah, um, like to, Heroin, too, didn't uh, he? No, no, not so much heroin. Um, mostly tobacco and cocaine. But oh. he did it, in his words, to escape the tedium of everyday life. Um, well, it is a, when you're as smart it. as Sherlock Holmes, I suppose it right. would be a tedium, wouldn't right. it? Right, yeah. absolutely. Having to like, oh, I don't know. Did he have to buy groceries back then? He probably had a woman for that. Well, yeah, woman I mean, he had his uh, the landlady, you know, mm-hmm. of ba- of uh, 221 Baker Street. This she would is... go, um, oh, shoot, I don't know. I should know this, obviously. Yeah, whatever. But, um, okay. yeah. yeah, so she would go get the groceries and she would cook meals and whatnot. So it wasn't so much tedium for him. As it would be for us, because we still buy freaking groceries. Right. But, I mean, that just left him to just fucking sit around all the time. And solve. And, well, and, and read that the wasn't newspaper all the time, though. Because he wouldn't yeah. do it when he was solving things, unless, you know, he just felt like it, I guess. Oh. And, but but ha- I'm, I'm sort of comparing it to Sherlock, the series that was on PBS. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because he was, was like, I need a good murder to cheer me up, you know? Yeah. Because he, he didn't have enough to think about. So he was wanting something terrible to happen so he could solve it. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of going by the personality of, of the of the 
current Sherlock as right. opposed to the original Sherlock. Really good. The Sherlock on Netflix with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Before yeah. it, before it was on Netflix, it was, it was on, on PBS. Okay. Yeah. I haven't watched that. It's, it's a really good, good. Maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, it's really good. I've seen a little bit of it. It's pretty oh. good. Um, it's weird, though, and all the different versions of Sherlock that they have on television and all the different mediums, they all use his uh, reasoning skills differently. They all show them differently. Mm-hmm. Um, see, what is the one? Oh, Elementary, is that the one with Lucy Liu? Oh, as yeah, Watson, that was a good one. Which sort is of, dumb sort that they had good. Lucy Liu as John Watson. I know. Yeah. Uh, Watson's supposed to be a guy. Watson's I'm supposed sorry. to be a British male. <laughs> I mean, well, it's sort of like so many people, you know, they, they I, I thought it was really clever that they kind of gave it the Shakespeare treatment. You know, you've seen Shakespeare performed in space mm-hmm. and, you know, all these different ways that they do it because they can interpret it any way they want right. because there's no copyright on the material. So from that angle, it was interesting to see someone use their imagination in that way. True. However, I didn't like it. Yeah. I mean, I liked it, Me but either. I didn't like it. But anyways, in that one, it shows him like kind of focus in and I don't know it's weird almost like a like a robot would do it Mm -hmm. where it has different labels over things and different focusing spots Mm -hmm. but in the book he really does it like almost just naturally without taking any time to do it like Mm -hmm. he he just notices all this stuff immediately Mm -hmm. and he notices the littlest things it's awesome Um, and I know he's a fictional character but holy hell is he fucking smart Mm-hmm. Um, and there are people who yeah. are that smart. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. And that's uh, that's maybe. Do you think maybe that's why the story is has remained? Because it's believable? No, because it isn't believable. Because uh, he's so scary smart. I mean, how have you ever met anybody like Sherlock in your life? Hello. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, Josh. <laughs> As they say in the British novels, oh on a bike. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. Um, no, you're not. I know. <laughs> uh, we need to deflate his head like the guy from the wedding. Right, exactly. if, if it helps, I am pretty intelligent. Um, and okay. Well, I mean, but I've, I've known people who are really good at, at finding small details, like Stacy's husband, Sean. He mm-hmm. is so flipping super smart. Yeah. When well, my comes, husband's really smart too. Well, yeah. See, there you go. But and a, I bet you he would be no above yeah. average in the 1800s. One of my friends well, in the fine. 1800s, maybe he's an aerospace engineer at Purdue, so he like has to notice all the little details. So he's like that. He remembers everything. Like never misses my birthday, and I haven't seen him in three years. Kind of like remembers things. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, I suppose yeah, but maybe it's because we look up to people who are super smart, or we used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. used to. Doesn't it doesn't really fly these days because we're we're obsessed with people we're who are stupid like the Kardashians. The Kardashians. And yeah. People who just happen to be rich like our fearless not so fearless leader. <laughs> you know the what I'm Twitter saying? King. What? The Twitter king of North America? Yeah, Twitter king. <laughs> I'll give him a tweet. Okay, we wow. promised we weren't going to be political, so let's. Okay. <laughs> let's. <laughs> Sorry. Flip the switch. Sorry. 
Back to Sherlock uh, Holmes. Anyway, so I'm about halfway through all the stories. Mm-hmm. Um, came with two volumes. One is, I think, like 900 and some odd pages. That's the one I'm a little more than halfway through. And then there's one that's but of course, they're so. little. They're almost there's, like novellas. There's a couple, <laughs> yeah, uh, little novels in there. Yeah, like bigger than novellas, but little novels. It starts out um, with a study in Scarlet, and then uh, the sign of four, where John Watson meets uh, his future wife. Um, and then. I think there's another longer one. I don't know. I've read like 16 little ones mm-hmm. that are like 20 pages long. I have a book like that too that I read through. Just like whenever I get tired of what I've mm. been reading, I read a few Sherlock Holmes stories and they're, they're always interesting. <laughs> like yeah. cleanse your palate kind yeah. of. They're pretty quick. You know, that's, a, that's a really good way to put it. I cleanse my palate often, but it's usually with stuff like favorites. Right. Mm-hmm. I do sometimes. Stuff like, you know. I don't read as fast as you, though, so I don't have a lot of time to do that. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, to operate the Nerf gun, you pull down. Well, she was, <laughs> she she was, was looking, looking at, at it. it when you started getting political no, I just over there. Like, yeah, his <laughs> was. His was pulled out, and I was like, I don't know why mine's not. Did I break it already? <laughs> we're locked and loaded now, happened. friends. We got the... <laughs> They're not real Nerf guns, which is why you have to pull out the bottom. Because I couldn't find a package of three. You know, so I had to. I had to find Are they three. Not real Nerf guns? Nope. No, there's Third some off-brand. Oh. oh well. Anyways, so Sherlock Holmes, I'd probably give it a four out of five. Just probably not, not a for everybody. Five? It's Sherlock Holmes. Just because it's not for everybody, probably. Oh well, yeah, that's um, true. I mean, it is written like it was written. It does like take it was um, back then. a a period of acclimation yes. because you have to. Get used to the way they speak. You have right. to get used to that. Because not only is it it's from a different really country, dense but it's language. from a different era. Right. Yeah. And the way they use the English language is much more complex oh, than the way nice. we do now. It's really nice to read. because I dumbed down. I, I love grammar. The way we speak mm-hmm. is so dumbed. Well, sort of. I mean, yeah. I've been thinking about that, but language has to evolve. And what it does when it evolves is it shortens down. That's why we don't put ETH on the end of... All the pronouns and <laughs> EST and yeah, but couldn't we please find a happy medium instead yeah. of driving down the road in Oklahoma and seeing a sign on a Saturday afternoon that says "Garage Cell," S E L L. Okay, well, wouldn't it be I'm nice not, to have yeah. a garage S A L E? That is not the advancement of the language. That's people being that's when you stupid. Like, throw and them not a Shirley English how book. To speak. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. What I was I'm probably going to get arrested in my time for, <laughs> you know, going down and grabbing people's signs. And changing them to the right yeah. way. It's like, it me crazy. is this your sign? Defacement of public property. I feel real, like a really mean person if I ever get on Twitter, because I'm like, I don't know if you need a dictionary or a Shirley English book or both, but that's not how any of that was supposed to be used. Some people are just dumb. No. There's a lot of people. Yep. Yeah. Once again, sorry about my hijacking. It's okay. Are you finished? I'm done. <laughs> I'm good. Title and artist, please. Sherlock Holmes, uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Thank you. Who's going next? You know, we. when I get back, we've got to do a Beach Reads uh, episode. We really should have done one at the beginning of the season. Like as in? Beach Reads, you know, what people read on the beach. 
They're all looking at me like blankly right now. Um, (laughs) Because we don't read that way. Do they have a list of beach reads? Because (laughs) I couldn't tell you what a beach read was. don't hardly have any beach. Beach reads for us. What are beach reads for us? (laughs) There'd probably be something uh, frivolous. Something that is not deep. Although, you know, what's really funny is I tend to read much deeper on the beach than I do normally. I do too, because you have time to like actually devote to it and relax and like... Yeah. Get into what you're reading. What I you like have? to read physics on the beach myself. Physics. Hmm. Physics too killed physics for me. <laughs> I like to read anatomy on the beach. Ooh, I yeah. bet you yeah. do, Josh. Sure you oh do. my God, where is the butumpah <laughs> when we need it? Hey, you never know. One of those anatomies majors might be a millionaire. <laughs> Looking Offer for you ten thousand dollars. I'm just saying I would if I was married. <laughs> I wonder if he would change his mind after 20 years of marriage. I'm just wondering. <laughs> you know what? But it's, it's a good way to think that way. I mean, I, he's maybe. an old fashioned kind of guy. Yeah. We got to give yeah, him that. He's have, young uh, and idealistic. Lost all their morals lately. <laughs> what? Said people have lost all their morals lately. I'd mm-hmm. like to live a old fashioned kind of life. Actually, have a marriage last and mm-hmm. not, you know, go down in flames. Well, I've been married for 27 years next week. Congratulations. Thank you. I've been divorced for 13 years. Congratulations. Congratulations. (laughs) No, I'm very, very happily married. Don't get me wrong on that. Totally would not do anything differently when it comes to that. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. It's not like I want to be divorced. I mean, it's Shut up, Josh. (laughs) (sighs) I'm really not that terrible a person. He's giving me the state. Stop giving me the hairy eyeball. I get that so much. I need to just wear sunglasses everywhere I go. I swear I get that twice a day. I could play poker easily with you. <laughs> no poker face. No. Nope. If I was playing poker, I would wear a completely different face. Wow. I'm a good actor. Okay. That's why I don't play poker, because I would take everybody's money. <laughs> you compliment yourself a lot. He does. I do. Nobody else is going to do it. It's it's good to be self-assured. Now, let me quote the church lady here. Well, you like yourself quite a little bit now, don't you? I do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I just had had to digress. No, I think it's very refreshing to speak to somebody who has... Good self-esteem, because it is rare. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Right. Speaking of good self-esteem, who'd like to go next? I mean, I can go if you want me to. Go for it. No, the question is, do you want to go next? Yes, I want to go next. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Bonnie. You know I'm easy. I don't care which where I come in. The and country. she has a price. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> Does that make me shallow? No. That I have a prize? No, 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 yeah. no, no. I mean, you know, all it takes is a triple dog dare, and I'm usually down with it. <laughs> Stick okay. your tongue to the flagpole kind of thing. <laughs> okay, I read uh, Firestarter by Stephen King. Woohoo! Stephen King. Love Stephen King. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know that I've talked about before that I'm not a huge Stephen King fan because he tends to be a little too wordy and he loses me in like his thought process sometimes. But Firestarter, I think that I think it's one of his first novels. Early. Early novels. Very early. Yeah. Early novels. So he's not quite as wordy in it. That's because his uh, publishers were still reining him in back then. Right. 
And I was Googling around the Metro Library trying to find something to listen to. And I just decided to see what they had of Stephen King's. And I came across Firestarter. And this is a movie I watched like way back when I was like maybe 11. So I don't remember a lot of the movie. So it was kind of nice to to read it and kind of remember while I was reading it about what was went on in the movie but I don't remember a lot of the movie but what it is is there is a government um company I guess you would call a branch called the shop and they pay college students to do medical experiments and they're injecting them with this um pituitary hormone thing to change their pituitary gland to see if it gives them any like extra abilities like sixth sense or you know be able to read minds or something like that so this one guy named andy does the experiment because he wants to get paid for it and this other lady which i don't remember her name does it also and so they meet during this experiment well, they end up falling in love. Brown chicken, brown girl. Yeah, exactly. And having a baby. <laughs> Getting married, you know, having a baby. Well, they both have the actual hormone to change their pituitary gland, and they develop powers. When they have a baby, their child has powers, too. And the shop tries to keep track of all the people who got the actual hormones because they want to see what kind of powers they have because of course they want them for government experiments if they have powers so they kind of keep surveillance on this couple then they have a baby and when the child gets a little bit older they discover that the child has powers too well then they want this child because she because she has extraordinary she has pyrokinetics where she can start fires with her mind Mm -hmm. and she does it that so bad very naturally she has no side effects from starting fires with her mind Uh uh-huh so jealous and you would start fires with your mind oh my god all over the place really (sighs) pyro you start on fire first Hmm? (laughs) (laughs) he was wool gathering (laughs) steel wool with a fire starter. So the story starts out as this um, this father and, and daughter are on the run. And you're not really sure who they're on the run from. So they're on the run and the father has the ability to make you see things or think things that aren't there. Like he hands a cab driver a $1 bill and makes him think that he's seeing a $500 bill. Damn. That's so, awesome. Now right. that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But if he does it, like he calls Dr. it Hula pushing, it. pushing people, mentally pushing people to see things or to change their mind about stuff. And um, But he has side effects from it. He gets really extremely bad headaches and like burst blood vessels mm. like in his eyes oh. and and stuff like that from pushing people. So he doesn't probably like to do it all the time. Right. So he doesn't like to do it a lot because, like I said, he gets these huge migraines and he's like down for a couple of days after he's pushed somebody really hard with his mind. But the the shop is after them, after the son and the daughter. And you find out 
that they have killed the mother to try to find out where the daughter is. What power did the mother have? She didn't have a whole lot of power. She could move stuff with her mind. She could like, nice. like shut the refrigerator door, or move something across That's the table. Called, what is that called? Telekinesis. 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 Yeah. So she didn't have, and she also was able to communicate, at least with Andy, I don't know if with anybody else, just through their minds. That's cool. Because they did it when they very first went in the experiment. So a lot of it is on flashbacks mm-hmm. with them, you know, getting the experiments, falling in love. And then it goes to current time where they're running from these people from the shop who are trying to catch them so they can do experiments on them and see if and they use can be her used, as a weapon, probably, huh? Right. As government weapons. Mm. That's dark. So sinister. Of course, mm-hmm. I've read it, so I understand. Right. And, I mean, it's it's pretty good. It's full of action, but it's also has a lot of of an inside look of the people in the book, including the bad guys, which is nice. Because hmm. you kind of understand their thinking a little bit, even if it's twisted and wrong. Especially the guy that they, they're like, you know... The guy they hire to kill people. <laughs> Get a nice inside look at his brain. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one it's one that I actually do like. Even though it's Stephen King and he's not one of my favorites, this book I actually do like of his. Okay. Interesting. So I would I would probably give it a probably a four point five out of five. Not one of my favorite books in the world, but I definitely enjoyed it. And again that's like Stephen it. King's Firestarter. Josh is over there thinking, I wish I could start your hair on fire right now. <laughs> Are you, you talking Josh? about me? I mean, I have a lot of hair. It might burn for a while. No. Same. Martha. Love you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, it sounds like it would kind of make you feel good about your sanity if you get to look into the mind of a murderer. So yes. Positive. Unless you're unless seeing you, a lot yeah, of stuff you, uh, that looks familiar. You're like, Man. agreed with most of it. <laughs> and then you're like, note to self, see my psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make that appointment for Tuesday. <laughs> I think I need that ink block test again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, time to take some more Facebook quizzes. What do you see in this picture? And if none of the above usually falls into it. Oh, I see two people strangling each other. Six clues that you have an evil heart. <laughs> hey, let's create a quiz. The ones are like, which Disney villain are you? <laughs> oh, yes, of course. That would I did be, that one. I can't remember that which would be, villain uh, that was. My favorite villain, my favorite Disney villain of all time. I don't, I don't remember if Hercules was a Disney movie or not. It is. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Hades is the yes, best. I, I love, love Hades. Hades. The guy with his hair on fire. <laughs> God, he's funny. It's James mm-hmm. Woods, too, I mean. Yeah. Who doesn't love James Woods? I love Hades. We were going to look that up and see if we could find it on Netflix. Who put the glad it is, gladiator? I think it is on Netflix. Hercules. Is it? And if not, I have it on DVD and you can borrow it. Oh, please. <laughs> I want to watch please. it. Please. God, I we love that movie it. so very much. Me too. I need a good cartoon <laughs> i watched very many cartoons from disney when i was a kid well you know i, I have, like musicals. We have we had children so yeah well, i, I was a child i didn't watch i just when don't I like was musicals i can't picture you as a child because i can't picture you without a beard <laughs> like, see, this a little kid. tiny boy with a beard <laughs> oh look it's little josh <laughs> <laughs> 
like a glued on beard, like kind of like Joe Dirt with the mullet, but it's a beard. <laughs> no, it was natural. <laughs> Joe Dirt was it. awesome. He was probably born with a beard. I was. Uh, all right, Jessica. <laughs> How about okay. you? I read Lazarus is Dead by Richard Beard, which is. A book that I just saw at Half Price Books one day and picked it up and the cover's white with like Lazarus is dead and like bloodstains and it has a fly on it. And so I was thinking, okay, probably like a modern day take on a Lazarus story. So I picked it up and I was like, yeah, I'll try this and see what it's about. Totally wrong. It's actually written more like creative nonfiction kind of thing. And he's telling like a narrative story about Lazarus. And which is in the book of John in the Bible about Jesus bringing Lazarus back from the dead after what, like there's seven miracles, I think. And then the crucifixion of Christ in the book of John. And he like tells it to you, like he's talking to you. So he'll like, there'll be like a section where he talks about like what sources he's pulling this information from. And then he'll write like a story about it. So his story is that, because in the Bible, the only time, or this is what he says, I could be totally wrong because I haven't studied the Bible that deeply, but um, Lazarus is the only person that's ever mentioned as Jesus's friend. And ah. so his thinking is, is that when uh, Mary and Joseph leave Bethlehem to like escape the slaughter with Jesus as a baby, they take their friend, their friends who are Lazarus's parents with his sisters and brother, because, you know, no good person's gonna like leave everybody else to die and leave by themselves. And you would so, think. And so Bye, his story is, starts with Lazarus and Jesus growing up as kids, goes through Lazarus getting sick while Jesus is performing the miracles, Lazarus dying, getting brought back from the dead, Jesus dying, being resurrected, and then the Romans catching and killing Lazarus again. But he leaves it open. There's like two different ways the story could end, ah, like happy or sad kind of thing. <laughs> but it's interesting. It's different. I'd, I'd probably give it like a three or a four. It's weird, but different than and like definitely a good change of pace from what I normally read. But it was almost like reading a textbook kind of in uh, parts of it. Almost like a Sunday school okay. lesson. Yeah. And so cool. it falls into the category of what the hell? Yeah. Like because I don't you really... bought it looking at the cover going... <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, ooh, modern Lazarus. They brought someone back from the dead, kind of like um, Arrow when they throw people in the Lazarus pit or something. Oh. But it was actually like a narrative There's version. A Bible-ish. Yeah, like very Bible-ish. That's cool. Very I would have thrown it across Honestly, the room it kind of makes you want to go probably. read the Bible and <laughs> yeah. read that yeah. part story. Well, and he, and he pulls from be. a lot more than just the Bible. Like, he pulls from, like, ancient plays about Lazarus because some, like, early religions, like, worshipped Lazarus because he was brought back from the dead so he's like a miracle so zombie worship sort of <laughs> yeah, but he's not but, really a zombie so like they're old he was brought back yeah he was brought back to like full humanity life. yeah not to just what brought, he was brought back to full humanity like holy back to life you know yeah. he wasn't just like reanimated <laughs> yeah, Jesus is better than the stupidest angel. He actually went the full way. Well, and I'm didn't still, just make you know, I'm still on Biff, zombie. Child, I know. Childhood Isn't it pal. sad that I was thinking about the same thing? No. I thought his childhood friend was Biff. Because <laughs> we're sick and twisted individuals, and we love Christopher Moore, who is very, very. What would you call him? Um, blasphemous. He is blasphemous. <laughs> Anti-religious. Yes. 
blasphemer. Right. But you know what? Sadly, I did learn a little bit about the Bible when I read that book because I knew absolutely nothing about the Bible. So, you know, and well, you it know. sounds like her book would probably be closer than Christopher Moore, though. <laughs> probably. Uh, <laughs> probably. He And he pulls from a lot of like different things because there are some like ancient texts that are like religious, like Christian related texts that are not actually part of the Bible because I've. Well, yeah, you know, they college picked, makes they, you take they, stupid they classes. So I know this. picking and choosing when they put the Bible together. They were like, "Yeah, this one doesn't yeah. fit what we like." Well, you and have like your this book is inappropriate, and yeah. this one has something in it we don't like. And then they just picked the Romans a few, for you. Yes, picked the a Romans, few, put it all together. The Romans and went, kill everybody. This is the gospel. In that book, the Romans kill everybody. In well, real life, I mean, in they kill Jesus, and they yeah. kill. Yeah, the Romans kind of just fucked everybody over. Mm-hmm. And then they collapsed upon themselves. Well, See, I don't know a whole lot crucifixion. about the Bible. <laughs> I'm a heathen. I never went to church. Well, I did. I did, or, and I was forced to memorize and be indoctrinated, and that's why I'm anti-religious. <laughs> so I know all of those stories. And but there's nothing wrong with, you know, people who are a little bit religious no, reading something no, like that. No, actually, it's good, be a good because, book. you know, that's what makes the world a diverse and interesting place. I like this take on it, too, because the Lazarus story um, and the other Gospels, uh, aside from John, Lazarus isn't even mentioned, and he's only mentioned in John. And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like a, what? Where did this come from thing? So, like, I liked the book because it kind of, like, gave you, like, a story to go with it for, like, why this would make sense and why, you know, Jesus Why he'd want to bring that guy (laughs) among all guys back from the dead? Right. That's because it was his buddy. Yep, and he takes a he takes a kind of an odd turn because Jesus performs like seven miracles up in the well. Lazarus is the seventh, and like every miracle he performs, Lazarus gets sicker and sicker and sicker. So it's almost like Jesus is like, "Thanks a lot, dude. Wait till I'm dead to bring me back." <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> Pretty much, and it's a lot about like this childhood friendship where they're always competing with each other, and it's it's an interesting take. I'll show you, buddy. I'll wait till you're dead. You know, listening to her story, I wonder if Christopher Moore based Biff off of Lazarus. I mean, loosely. Well, we don't know that they were really buddies. Obviously, he made it up. (laughs) Well, right. I mean, I'm just, I I was just thinking out loud. Well, now I got to read it again. It's Lamb, by the way, is that one. But yours is Lazarus is Dead. Who's the author again? Richard Beard. It's something different. different And it's interesting because he does like. For parts of it, it's like he's talking to you, like reasoning out why he thinks this is the story. And then he writes it like a novel for parts of it. It's back and forth. It's interesting and it's an interesting read. So it's like, it's just something different. But I liked it. It was a page turner because you're like, what's happening going to happen? Because I mean, it's, I mean, obviously you know what happens. Well, it kind of flows into what I'm going to talk about next. I like it. Well, good. That's, that's what she planned all along. You did. (laughs) You got it figured out over here. Okay, so I read I read a bunch of stuff last week. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six novels last week. I think she says it's just a shame. Three of them were super short, though, like novellas. So they don't really super count, which is why mm-hmm. I'm not talking about any of them because they were so short. Mm-hmm. But this one was called Dating Dead Men by Harley Jane Kazak. I think it's Kazakh or Kozak. Kazakh. Um, and I picked it because it had a skull on the cover. Okay. <laughs> and the title alone, Dating Dead Men, was pretty awesome. It's about this girl 
who owns a card shop and she's a she's a an illustrator so she she makes greeting cards that's what she does and she so she owns this little shop but she has this friend who is friends with I'm not really sure if it's her therapist or how she knows this woman I can't remember because it wasn't that important to me but um, she gets involved in this study on single women and the study pays $5,000 at the end if you go through the whole thing, but you have to date in order to be a part of the study, right? So she's to, she has to date, I want to say it's like 30 guys in 30 days or something Jesus. like that. It's like really huge amount oh, of people wow. dating to try to get, you know, a, a good picture. exhausting, <laughs> wouldn't it? That's right, like so, a and, and job. the person that is... The the group that p- is paying for the study is like this clothing store that has sexy clothes. <laughs> so it's like they dress her up in these clothes and send her on these dates. It's oh a, wait, they provide the dates? Well, no, they're no, the not the clothing store people. The 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 people that are doing the actual study, not the people paying for right, the study, right. right? Okay. But do they provide the people to go out with? The, the the yeah the psychiatrist those part people yeah those people set up the dates w- would be fine somebody else is setting up the dates somebody mm-hmm. else is dressing her Every for the day. dates all she has to do is go on the dates okay that's cool well so she she just has terrible love life you know just does, doesn't have very good luck with men and her brother is in an institution because he's um can't remember if he's I think he's schizophrenic but anyway so she's going on these dates and I think she's maybe I don't know maybe 10 guys in or something on on these dates and she's sort of going on about it in the beginning of the book and then her brother calls her up and says I found a body in the road ah! he's all freaking out right so she's thinking, oh, it's something halluc- something he's hallucinated and he's just overwrought and I'll go and check on him and everything will be fine. And so she gets in her car and goes out there. It's like the middle of the night. And as she's driving up to the asylum or not asylum, but to the hospital, there's a dead guy in the road. So, so he she, wasn't seeing So him. she gets out and she like, checks you know i think she holds a mirror up to his face or something i don't know to check for breath yeah so she like checks to see if he's dead (laughs) and then she's like all freaked out and she goes into the hospital and she gets into the elevator and there are two security guys and this other guy who she finds really cute and he's wearing a doctor's coat and she's like oh you know thinking (laughs) having thoughts about him right is she wearing her sexy clothes Mm, i don't think so so she's, she's, all these thoughts <laughs> are running through her head about how <laughs> attractive this guy is, right? So she's, so she's looking at him and then she notices that he's wearing bedroom slippers. The doctor? Yeah. And all this is going through her head while they're going up in the elevator. And then right before they get out of the elevator, he pulls out a gun. Hmm. Or the... The two security guards like are onto him or something. He pulls out a gun. 
Oh my. Takes her hostage. And the whole time he's taking her hostage, she's thinking how hot he is. So she really does have bad taste in men. (laughs) Yeah. She likes the bad boy. So he basically kidnaps her from the hospital. And they take off together. And she's like, wow, wow, wow. Having all these thoughts, right? right? Harley Quinn and the Joker kind of thing. Yeah, we're like, the, yeah. Is it really kidnapping if she wanted to go? <laughs> well, she's super attracted to this guy anyway. So the story in itself and the whole thing was completely r- ridiculous and very farcical. And I really liked it up to a certain point, but it just went on a bit too long. It was like the gag went on too long. Yeah. And there was too much stuff in it. But when I first started reading it, it reminded me very much of Janet Ivanovich's character, Stephanie Plum, because she's, it, it's a very, I don't know, almost comic way to approach love and dating and everything like that. But then it just went too far and the mob got involved and there was all kinds of weird shit. The guy had something that the mob wanted and there was hostage taking and just ridiculousness to the extreme. So I really kind of enjoyed it, but at the end, I would say maybe only a three. Mm-hmm. It was fun for a while, and I was like, oh, please. They just went Come on and send it. Yeah, it just, yeah. I've read books like that. Kind of fell a little flat. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to review things we didn't love. Right. And give everything a five. <laughs> well, I do give a lot of, of high marks. Mm-hmm. I do too. But sometimes you got to throw one in there that. What? I said I read a lot of good books. Oh, yeah. High marks. Yeah. Well, I read a lot of good books as well, but there are some, when you read as many as I do, you come across some stinkers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This one was was not a total loss. I did enjoy it for the time I was reading it, but I did, at the the end, I had a bit of a headache from rolling my eyes so much. (laughs) I think you gave yourself a concussion, rolled your eyes too hard. Yeah. So. Dating Dead Men by Harley Jane Kazak was was not my favorite. But you still finished it. So. I did. I actually did sure. finish it. So I have to say, you know, kudos for keeping me till the end. Kind of a... Bittersweet victory? Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of hoping it would get better, but... What are you going to do? At least you like for sure finished it instead of like what were you saying into the water where you're like I finished it I think I think I finished it yeah <laughs> you can't even remember <laughs> wasn't memorable enough yeah I was having that same conversation with somebody the other day oh it was yesterday at the pool mm-hmm. because I keep getting invited to the neighbor's new pool so you know they're all always always different people there because they have friends that we don't know mm-hmm. and every conversation I ever have in my lifetime with anyone is, hey, have you read any good books lately? So (laughs) we started talking and it always comes up. Every, practically every woman I know has read Girl on the Train. Mm -hmm. And that's what they want to talk about is Girl on the Train. Always, always. And of course, (laughs) then I have to dash their hopes that I will (laughs) join them in that. Well, that's when you nicely suggest maybe they read The Goldfinch. They want something with a no, extreme no, 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 no. You don't want to start people who are James Patterson fans off with with that. That's true. It takes a while to get to the Goldfinch. I, I think. don't think I've ever read a James Patterson novel. It would be interesting I... to see what Josh thought of the Goldfinch. I'm okay. I'll stick with mine. My... You don't want to watch? 
I, it's not a James Patterson. Oh, really? No. Because no. no. I'm really not interested in reading his books. No, <laughs> no, 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 it, it, no. It, it, no. it, it won, won the Pulitzer Prize. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. The Goldfinch. Yeah, yeah, and you haven't read it yet either. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Nicole and Bonnie and I all loved it. Okay. I think That's I cool. have the audio. I, I have the CDs at home if you want to okay. listen to it on the CDs. I don't have the actual book. I have the actual book, but I have... A shelf copy of the book, not a reading copy of the book, hmm. which means that I have a first edition of the book on my shelf. I bought my first first edition yesterday. Did you really? I did. What did you uh, buy? It's mostly harmless. Um, I love mostly yeah. harmless. Uh, I need to get the other four. Douglas in first Adams. Edition now. Yeah, Douglas Adams. It's the fifth book in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the we Galaxy We love Douglas series. Adams. Oh, yeah. okay. I've yeah. only read the first one. I think I only read the yeah. first one, too. They're all good. They're all I mean, good. I like them. He's a funny guy. Yeah, it's pretty funny. That w- Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was so random and mm-hmm. hilarious. Extremely mm-hmm. random. Oh, now let's all go to the bar and have a pangalactic gargle blast, yeah. shall we? <laughs> <laughs> the most kick-ass towel. drink in the universe. Yes. I started my first audiobook. Really? Yes. What did you? What What is it? I'm, it's The Beautiful and the Damned by F. Scott Fitzgerald. I've tried to read it, read it several times, and I just get stuck at some point because I'm like, come on. But doing the audio, I'm like way farther than I ever got really? reading it. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. You know, now we might have a new convert. It's, sometimes it's easier. Like I did Lord of, uh, Lord of the Rings on audio. If yeah. I sat down and read Lord of the Rings, it probably would have taken me a long Tolkien's time. Tolkien's really read wordy. It. Yes, really. boring. He's very worried. Oh, stop it. <laughs> he just gets really, really Sorry, in depth. Martha. <laughs> like um, describing second breakfasts after he in depth uh, describes first breakfast. <laughs> but when you're reading the, the really audio, airy. it's a little bit better Sorry. because. I speak the truth. Now you're getting the stink eye from I know. Martha. <laughs> I know. We're going to have. That's because I touched her <laughs> on a sore spot. I think she's growling at you. <laughs> she was. I'm glad this glass is here. <laughs> you might have to. I have a weapon, though. I, I was like, That's true. You do have a weapon. Better make sure you your look, Nerf gun look, is cocked. Cocked weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to point. I was giving that thing it to you. I was ready for a Nerf war. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell how abused Martha is. We pick up our guns and she's like, no, don't you. <laughs> I really don't think I've ever shot you, though. What? I don't think I've ever shot you. No, you haven't. I'm ready to duck. (laughs) Well, if you want to try Tolkien on audio, I also have Hobbit on CDs. Okay, I'm after that. Then I just, I actually just found that at at Half Price Books. And you know what else I saw in Half Price Books that Mm. if I hadn't found the Hobbit, I probably would have bought was Ender's Game. Oh, nice. They had Ender's Game is excellent on audio because I kind of want to listen to that after listening to you. It's an awesome book. So good. Love Ender's Game. (laughs) Oh, you've read that? Yep. Okay. After the review, so told you she fit in with us. Well, actually, no, like, you told me that. I've got like all nine books. Really? Yeah. I've only read. Actually, games, I think but... there's like twelve, so I have like ten, because I have a couple that are off the main story and off the side story too, gotcha. like kind of a third. I little only story. did the first four, three or four. Oh, they're good. I want to reread them. They are really good. The whole series. No, you need to read new stuff so we can talk about new stuff, Josh. <laughs> Maybe. I'm sure he's got some hacked <laughs> away that he's he read. He's trying to go for the oldies. Mm-hmm. That's all I read. He's our old soul. Well, that's a good I'm... point, though. That's why I like Jane Austen, because it's like a different time, and you like get to like hear the different things that they talk about. Mm, and page boys. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes has a like a door boy, 
He like answers the door and introduces people into his like suite. It's awesome. England. Josh wants a page boy. Now. Oh my god! Really? And and house servants and a landlady that can like take care of me. Didn't I tell you earlier that he was has um, his eye on being a bazillionaire? That's right. You did tell me that. I want to be a billionaire so freaking bad. <laughs> is that an actual buy you all the things you song? never oh, I was gonna say is that an actual song or are you just making stuff up no, like I do no it's an actual song because I do make up songs sitting at the library when we're working and there's nobody <laughs> there <laughs> no I like those songs about being a millionaire great. Oh. since okay. you know we're all prepared to launder that money when we get it exactly <laughs> I'll have to look into that and see if I can figure out how to launder money successfully <laughs> how to hide money from your spouse. <laughs> Just kidding, honey. <laughs> he Not doesn't really. listen to this podcast anyway. <laughs> Money laundering for dummies kind of thing. Do they have that book of half price books? Because I might have to pick it up next time we go. <laughs> I think that book got recalled pretty quick. And coming in the Darn future, it. how to develop your psychic skills, <laughs> which I do have at home on my coffee table right now. Okay. So then you'll find out if your husband suspects you of hiding money from him right well i mean if you go to the experiments at the shop and get that pituitary gland hormone thing you might be able to get some psychic abilities <laughs> no Braids i'll just read minds. the books dude i have it already when we do a wackadoo podcast and talk about wackadoo skills and <laughs> oh, i'd have to find something to read for that surely i can find something about the ouija board well you know Contacting summer ghosts. is the season of would that be a beach of, read what do you call it um, when Renaissance festivals, oh, yeah. So but, you know, you got card readers, you got palm readers. Mm-hmm. We went to a palm reader one time. Yeah, we did. Funny, and I went to a palm reader, and I. That's cool. I don't think they actually got our no, stuff right not at all. Even freaking close. But <laughs> it was still kind of fun. Something to do. All right, let's wrap this bitch up. All right. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today, Josh, as usual. Mm-hmm. Honorary book girl that you are. And mm-hmm. our our newest addition to our book girl cast, Jessica. Yeah. And that's going to do it for... Three, Three book, book girls. girls.